Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to episode number 158 of Josh Can't Kick a Colt. Wait, no, that's not it. Um, <laughs> welcome to Harry's Coat, a Dexter podcast. I am your host, one of them anyway, the sickly and probably dying Josh. Oh man, please don't die. We have more shows that we have to do. Is that is that well, believable? Was that believable? I, I believe you already have a mighty hall lined up. <laughs> You're just like, okay, we 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 gotta make sure Josh lasts until they finish filming, and then we bring in the guy. Well, he he would be able to deliver some uh, really good spoilers, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wait till you see what I do next. Oh shit, <laughs> my bad. Oh, and uh, you are? I am Kente, the one and only Kente, and. If anyone's listening out there and wants to talk to me and Josh, maybe give Josh some tips on how he can finally kick this cold, uh, please call in. Don't be afraid to. The number is area code 347-326-9541. Once again, it's area code 347-326-9541. If you want to talk to us, just call in and press 1, and you'll be in the host queue and... We will, as soon as we can, we will um, bring you on to ask your question. So, you know, we got that business out the way. Um, man, um, when are you going to kick this cold, man? Uh, you know, germs are good company. You know, sometimes you get lonely. <laughs> and it's better than, uh, you know, buying uh, anything to be this lightheaded and just out of it. You know, people pay good money for this kind of high. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want germs for company, 
You need help. <laughs> hey, just call me Proof Rock. Right. It's a literature reference uh, to all of you out there. Um, anyway, uh-huh. so how about we uh, begin, as we've been accustomed to doing, by going into some Dexter news. Yes, and it's a ton of it, by the way. So uh, bear with me as I get to uh, all the the tasty tidbits. Um, the first thing um, is Michael C. Hall talks about the possibility of a Dexter movie. Uh, he says what he's quote. <laughs> yes, uh, the potential. There's a potential apparently for a Dexter movie. Uh, we'll get into what we think if there should be one or not. But uh, he's quoted as saying that there's been talk. I struggle to see if it's worthwhile or not. So, what do you think? Do you think it? Well, I guess it depends on your definition of worthwhile because. Quite frankly, um, if there's any discussion about extending past season eight, it needs to stop now. Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, word is eight is it. It's done. So any any rumblings about the story continuing after that, just in my mind goes, okay, I guess everything's going to be kind of okay at the end of season eight. And I don't want that. I want the danger. Right. That's kind of scary, unless you know it's his ghost that is uh, going around killing people. <laughs> then that might be a fucked up show, but uh, <laughs> or a prequel to the show. Normal Activity Five Dexter uh-huh. Edition, <laughs> right? Or it could be a prequel of Dexter the early years. So when he's oh, killing when he's killing animals and stuff around his neighborhood and all that, and you know Thanks. Harry teaching him all, all the tricks of the trade. So, say, this is just me throwing it out there. Um, I'm sure all the people at Showtime are eagerly anticipating the words that are about to come out of my mouth. So, just hear me out. What if the end of season eight, he's extra captured, and then whatever comes next, he's like on a prison therapist couch and starts to recount this, and that's, that's the setup, and that gets Michael C. Hall paid. Okay, it could happen. Unfortunately, in Hollywood, <laughs> that's not—I don't think what we would want. But who knows what they might try to do? Let's have faith, though, in in the people that make this show, and let's hope that they they do it right, which I think they will. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. So, They've done a hell of a job so far. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the next tidbit uh, is a little uh, production news of uh, season eight. On Tuesday, January 22nd, pre-production began for season eight. Um, so I'm sorry, pay, uh, yeah, pre-production began, and uh, shooting is scheduled to start mid-February. So they're just about starting to film uh, the new season, which is pretty cool stuff. I still need to get on that set. I know, huh? I'll take I'll take anything, no time. Just put me in a background scene, put put me on a table, just put me anywhere. I want part of my legacy to be tied in to Dexter. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess it already is in a way. Yeah, it is with this show, right? That, that's what they'll probably tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 
You got it, so shut up. <laughs> You're doing the good work, man. Keep it up. <laughs> um, last week, uh, we let you in on some casting no- news about uh, Sean Patrick Flannery and Charlotte, uh, what's her last name, Camping, uh, being yes. uh, on the show. We have some uh, new casting news. Nick Gomez, who was last seen as, um, what was the character's name? Uh, he was, uh, Nick Gomez was the character that was on The Walking Dead, who was one of the prisoners who was like crazy, tried to push uh, Rick into a walker, and and then uh, he got his head split in half. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Uh, so, um, Kente? Yes. It's wrong show. Right. Well, I'm letting people know who watched the show that he's the guy. He's the guy that got his head split in half. He's going to be on uh, Dexter. He signed a recurring to be a recurring character. Um, there's no information yet on who exactly he's going to play or how how it fits into the whole story. But um, that is that's uh, Nick Gomez's uh, casting news. So um, that's that's pretty. Yeah. Now, oh, you don't think so? Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. He's a good actor. I'm absolutely, he's been on a couple of things. You know, he's pretty good. Not to be uh, mixed with the Nick Gomez, who's the TV director, movie director guy. <laughs> so, um, also too, uh, if you're in Brazil, uh, season seven um, <laughs> of Dexter premiered on the uh, 23rd of January. So. Uh, you know what? Maybe you might not want to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> to all of our Brazilian <laughs> listeners, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> realize. <laughs> yeah, you may want to not do that. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's cool for Brazil. They finally got it. Um, Dexter now has 13 million fans on Facebook, which is uh, pretty cool. And also too, uh, Jeff Lindsay, the uh, the um, author of um, Dexter, the book novel, um, brand new uh, Dexter novels coming out this fall. So we, we we mentioned it before on the show, but it's just something else for you guys. Um, That's cool. Yeah, you know, and I know you guys like watching TV. You don't like reading, but you might want to read that. <laughs> you know, you might want to read the source material. Now, this is something interesting. Amy Garcia, who plays Jamie Batista, uh, Angel Batista's uh, sister, uh, she hints a little bit on Twitter that her character may not be so innocent next season. You might find out that she's not the innocent person you, we thought she was. And... uh Someone asked, someone uh, tweeted at her, is it because, you know, a possible affair with Quinn? And she wrote, maybe, question mark. So, hmm. What do you think? I mean, do you think that, uh, have you, would would that be a surprise to you if she turned out to be, you know, anything but what she's already appeared to be? Well, at this point... You kind of learn to expect the unexpected, but the the whole Quinn thing might might kind kind of be out there a little bit. Uh, 
right? Yeah. I mean, well, at the end, in the, in the finale, they did give this wink like they were going to hook up. Remember, she uh, she hit on him and and made it seem like uh, that they were about to, you know, get something going. Is there anybody on the show like Quinn's just not banging? Um, Masuka. I don't think I don't remember when they've had sex. Maybe I might have missed that episode, or maybe it was on some bonus. He might have. Yeah, he would have bragged about it. I think. <laughs> you know, you know who tapped that? Yeah. <laughs> what? What has two thumbs and turned Quinn get this guy? <laughs> Oh shit. Okay, so uh on that's pretty gross. On uh February the first, uh Michael C. Hall turned forty two. So happy birthday, Michael. Happy birthday. Right. And the C stands for Carlisle. So I did not know that. Michael C. Carlisle Hall, born on February first, nineteen seventy one in North Carolina. So, uh, happy birthday. That's right. And, uh, let's see. And, oh, uh, the cast had their read-throughs for the first season. I mean, for the uh, the newest season, season eight. And Jennifer Carpenter, and I, I was saying this to you, if she wants people to believe that she's nothing like her character, her tweets read like Deb. <laughs> Jennifer Carpenter. <laughs> Because she says, uh, and I quote from Facebook, uh, this is Jennifer Carpenter talking about the the first read-through. It says, uh, our first read-through was today. I can't say anything, but we're going to wear you the fuck out. Rest up. You're going to need it. (laughs) I wonder what that audition looked like. (laughs) Of her wearing them out? (laughs) Well, say the beginning of the series, Mm -hmm. they're like, okay, we need to cast Deb. She's foul mouth, and then uh, Jennifer Carpenter uh, kind of reads it straight, like, uh, who the fuck is this, you know? And then someone's like, ah, you just have the passion for it. And she's like, who the fuck are you to tell me I don't have the passion for it? Well, it's Deb. Like, oh, that's my girl. Yes. I, I can see that totally happening. Do it again. You got the part. What do you mean I got the damn part? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, uh, th- so that was uh, all the news that we had for this week. Pretty, pretty big stuff. Uh, it's cool that the production is well on its way. Normally, I guess it'd be what, but probably about three months from now, it would be kicking in. So, that's pretty good. She seems she seems very excited about the new season. While while we're still uh, on the news section, let, let's just put it out there. What our policy on spoilers is, if that comes up. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't want to do it. Not at all. No. I don't. We, I want to look see for it stories. Is, yeah. Right. But we don't want it spoiled for ourselves. Right. I, I will not. Look at spoilers. The only, I mean, some people consider cast news spoiler information, and if you feel like that was a spoiler and you were listening, I'm sorry. But uh, casting news is just 
what it is, casting news. So, you know, we weren't gonna we're not gonna say like this is just hypothetical. Okay, this is hypothetical because I gotta you know people say that we're saying this, but if you know they cast. Sean Patrick Flannery, and he's going to be the one that eventually kills Dexter. We're not going to do that. You know, first of all, I'm not going to look for that information. And, you know, it would ruin it for me, and I wouldn't want to ruin it for you guys. So we won't be doing that. I I always take it back to, uh, I mean, imagine this. You, You read the headline, John Lithgow cast for Dexter. Sure, you're you're like what? Just because the name's there, you have no idea that you know you're looking at Trinity. You know, right. you have no idea. So we're gonna keep it that way. And by the way, no, that's not a That was just an example. <laughs> so, so John Lithgow news on the Dexter is not considered spoilers at this point. Right. Okay, so what we do on Harry's Code of Dexter podcast um, is talk about the show Dexter. Now, over the last, what was it, three episodes, right? Uh, no, we did half this, this season. Um, well, we've unpacked season one. Season one. And... During our last episode, we unpacked uh, the first half of season two. Right. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to finish unpacking season two. And boy, what a season it turned out to be. There's always that fear when you go into a second season that, you know, the show is uh, was only a one-hit wonder or one-season wonder. Right, there's the, the what in music it's called the sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But so far, uh, Dexter, um, say one and a half seasons, solid performances, solid plot, and twists and turns. They, you know, I, I hesitate to cuss again, so I'll say wazoo. There's a part of you. Kind of are jealous of people who haven't seen it yet who don't know anything about it. You mean that that have fresh eyes just for the right. first time? Right. Right. Yeah, actually. Like, it's you, a, lucky, you lucky fucker! You haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you get to watch it for the first time. I don't get that anymore. Like a virgin, pretty much. I wonder if there's any way to. Uh, Reinstall your Dexter chain like there is uh, in, Never mind Because <laughs> I heard there's like a prayer or something You do and you're a virgin again Just saying what I heard That's all You know I'm going to look into that And see if I can reacquire my virginity My Dexter virginity You do that all right. But right now Let's see, where did we leave off? All right, so the last... last... Oh, go ahead. The the last thing that happened, I believe we said, was Rita, Dexter's uh, only real love interest in this whole, you know, crazy world, 
It was not an actual love, love interest. Uh, and he goes and sleeps with a crazy British lady. Which is funny, coming coming from the fact that he's serial killer, but hey. So where does it pick up from there? Well, the last episode that we reviewed was uh, Dex Lies and Videotape, which was number six. Uh, episode of season two, eighteen overall. So the next one is uh, episode nineteen uh, overall, seventh season of the second season, seventh episode of the second season, called "The Night a Forest Grew," and that premiered on November eleventh, two thousand seven. Uh, basically, uh, it starts off with a, a manifesto was sent by the Bay Harbor butcher to the local newspaper. No way, right? <laughs> so obviously Dexter wouldn't do no shit like that Who is the Bay Harbor Butcher So obviously we have a fraud In our in our midst So it, it basically I remember that this basically uh, Put Lundy in the special task force You know They were in a frenzy trying to figure out What all this stuff meant And Dexter's sitting there like what the fuck <laughs> So When, when the, this happened What did you think Um, when the when the manifesto came in, uh-huh. I thought that, well, like you said, I thought it was a fraud because that's not Dexter's style. Uh-huh. And then uh, he's uh, sitting back watching, uh, you know, the FBI go crazy, like you know, we have something here. And and what we find out, you know, in a little bit, it, it just. Seems so brilliant, yet so simple. Uh, yeah, the manifesto was just really good for the story, mm-hmm. and, and it did. It got everybody thinking too, you know, about the uh, perception of the Bay Harbor Butcher. I, I wish I had a copy of the manifesto. But, it would have been cool to read. You know what? Uh, Christmas comes up. Guess what you're getting underneath your tree? A Harley? Uh, no, the Bay Harbor Butcher Manifesto. Awesome. <laughs> yep. And the knife How in the back. How about you? The Manifesto, what are your thoughts? Well, obviously it made me kind of chuckle. You know, the fact that uh, this was coming out. I mean, it's almost like, okay, this is getting really out of hand, you know. And uh, But one thing that scared me was, because I'm sitting there thinking, is this going to be some kind of simple way that, uh, you know, this storyline is is um, taken care of? It kind of scared me a little bit. I was like, wait a minute, what are they going to, how are they going to do this, you know? I mean, you know, because, you know, like I said, it's been written so well up until this point. You don't, you know. You're, I guess I'm a pessimist, you know. So, but you know, like you said, it, it, it turned out to be really cool the way it, where it goes. And um, so uh, now, the, another thing that happens in, in this episode is that uh, Dokes comes very close to finding out about Dexter's past. Too close. Very, yeah, extremely close. So, uh, 
Dexter uh, basically devises a plan to get him suspended from the police. So, uh, you know, that's one thing about Dexter. He gets put in these situations, and he uses ingenuity to get himself out of it. Um, so, uh, Dexter, who seems to be, I mean, uh, Dokes, who seems to be the only true detective in the force <laughs> in Miami. Uh, what did you think yeah. about that? What did you think about uh, Dokes? In this episode. Well, I think you're right. Dokes, all right, we've talked about it before. He is just so right about everything. Uh-huh. He's the only real cop in the whole damn building. And when, when in, in this episode uh, in particular, when pieces start falling together for him, that's when you know, okay, this is either, you know, <clears throat> the last season, something's going to happen to this dude. <laughs> because he, that's how close he's getting. He is, I mean, if if he just, yeah, well, I'd, I'd do a sniffing sound, but I can't. Uh, if he just stopped and, like, took a whiff, he would smell the blood on Dexter's hands. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Somebody write that down. That's a good quote. <laughs> so yeah, it, it it amazes me how I can't say Dokes is a villain because he's a good cop. He just happens to be an asshole. That's right. Hey, I love but Dokes. When when he's getting closer to our hero, we can't cheer for him. Yeah, but maybe Dokes is my hero. Maybe it should have been called Dokes. Then it really would have been a short series. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, uh, I don't. I didn't mean to. Yeah. So then, what happens? Okay, so uh, um, that uh, that uh, oh, okay, so. I guess we can skip that. Uh, uh, Deborah and uh, her boyfriend Gabriel, they basically uh, break up. Yeah, he's too normal. Right, because she wants the ninety-year-old Lundy. Yeah, he's not ninety. She she breaks up with the really nice fit guy who's normal and all this stuff to be with the old geezer hunting people that have no time. For a relationship, dude. So what saying it is, an older male in law enforcement mm-hmm. catches her eye. Her uh, temporary boss, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not uh, that great of a psych student. <laughs> but could there be some sort of correlation between the feeling she has for this older gentleman and feelings that she lacked with her own partner? Yes. Or and it's feelings sick. she didn't get from him. 
So she's like looking for a father figure too, and maybe mistaking it for romance. Yes, and it's and it's sick. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think that's what uh, what uh, it leads the the viewers to uh, believe that that's what this whole thing is about. That essentially, she you know, she she always wanted the approval of her father, who was a, a detective, and now she wants the approval of old man River. <laughs> And uh, you know, I mean, that's typical Deb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, she can't. You know, she she don't want nothing that is is uh, safe or something that is, you know, solid. She got to have it the way she needs to have it. Fucked up. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. After the Dexter series concludes. Um. The character of Deb is going to be put on, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, the CW. And they're going to call it that Deb. She's just a CW. It was the first thing they came to mind. <laughs> it's going to be a sitcom about her uh, awful love life. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, just send me my Emmy. It's going to be so exciting. Can't so she wait. falls in love with Lundy. Right. And, and at this time, she doesn't have no idea if Lundy even will reciprocate this, those feelings. She's she's doing a shot in the dark, basically. So that's... um. I can't say that's new. But up until this point seemed uh, to her that every guy she's been with is getting uh, uh, close to her to be with her brother. Kind of. Because you know Brian. Mm -hmm. And uh, she thought uh, the guy she just broke up with was uh, doing this until, you know, she found it differently. So Lundy is like, you know, come to think of it, he's the same one. He's going after her brother. Right. She just doesn't know it. Alright, so I want you know what? She's kinda had a little thing for guys that's gone after her brother. If you think about it. But in you know, she may not have always known every chat every time, but in a way that's kinda what's happened. 'Cause I smelt a little thing with her and Dokes a little bit. You know, he obviously liked her, you know. There was a little something. You know, I think that there might have been oh, that uh, just tiniest bit of uh, a spark, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, I think Dokes was really trying to be her mentor. Hmm. What or better way to mentor? Her. To, uh, what, what better way to mentor her than in the bedroom, right? <laughs> This is like it's a duo, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? It's, you know what? The, she might have been too much of a potty mouth for ducks. <laughs> I can only imagine what um, like Christmas at the Dokes residence would be if they hooked up. <laughs> Merry motherfucker Christmas. Fuck you. 
Yeah. It'd been awesome. Gratuitous f bombs everywhere. It'd have been awesome. Alright. So uh alright, so number uh the episode eight of season two, which is twenty of overall, it's called Morning Comes. And uh it was it premiered November eighteenth, two thousand seven. And uh Lila does something really, really weird. I mean, we already knew that she was a weird one, but she sets her loft on fire, and she does it in an effort to uh, to uh, keep Dexter. Um, yeah, because they're having um, not relationship issues because they're not in a relationship, but she wants one, and he's like, you know, look, I'm uh, a serial killer. Uh, well, he doesn't say that, but, you know, he's like, I have issues. Uh, I mean, he doesn't, like, flat out, you know, tell her to piss off, but he, he's kind of distancing some, himself a little bit at this point. Yeah. Maybe because he's crazy. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's go back to, she sets her loft on fire to get... To keep a relationship with a dude, that's even crazier than Dexter. I mean, would you that's, see that as? I mean, would that make you come running back to a woman? Um, it would make me run faster in the other direction. <laughs> Are you paused for a minute? I was like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, but. Dexter didn't know this, though, right? Well, he, no, he had no he idea was, she set the loft on fire. But he eventually until, realized it, though. I mean, it didn't take him long to figure it out, but, you know, at first he's like... Well, first of all, she's barking up the wrong tree because the man feels really no sympathy for anybody. Uh. He he takes little things and he's like, huh. I know what's wrong here. And then she's nuts. And when a serial killer is calling somebody nuts, there's issues. Also, to, in this episode, uh, Rita tells Dexter that he's no longer welcome at her house. And she can't. he can't see the kid. So, pretty fucked up. I, if I, if I'm remembering right, um, the reason crazy British lady is so crazy and British is because um, went to uh, a baseball game. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was some kind of family event. Well, he he went to a family event, and she's like, "Why are you doing that?" You know, and he, he just wants to be there. And she's all like, but I need you. And and he's all like, but so do they. You know, and and, and she's all like, I'm going to set my foot on fire. <laughs> it's a perfect. It ain't good out like that. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Catch me every week here, people. 
and th- this gets to something wrong not yet, but there's something I really want to talk about, and uh, uh-huh. I we'll get to it in just a moment. Crazy British chicks. It it has to do with um, why Rita's mad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, uh, but we'll get to that when Dexter confesses, that, you know, that right. of the thing he's done. All right. So uh, also, too, because uh, there's a couple of really major things that happens in this. And we'll get to the big one uh, after this one. Uh, Lundy uh, reexamines all the department's old cases, and then he realizes something. The Bay Harbor Butcher has a history in law enforcement. So it's my suka. <laughs> you know that would be funny if it, they they he tried to set up Masuka as the Bay Harbor Butcher. But uh, yeah, that'd be great if if let's say the series was completely rewritten and Masuka was the killer and someone was like, "Are you the Bay Harbor Butcher?" and he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then we're like, "Why didn't you say something?" He's like. You never asked. <laughs> I think that's what he would do too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, it would uh, add to his uh, character's character if he uh, if he was uh, had the stones to be the Bay Harbor Butcher. But yeah, you because know, he's Mister, uh, he's the Bay Harbor uh, pervert, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I think that's the uh, his nickname should be. Uh, I'm just waiting for the episode where he's like, you know, that stab wound kind of looks like a vagina. <laughs> you know, they probably uh, wrote that scene out. It's like, oh, that's too much? Oh, okay. <laughs> Did we cross a line there? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's like, uh, let's cross out the blood for it. You know, let's just take it all out. The big moment, one of the biggest moments in Dexter up to this point has to be this next part where Dokes breaks into Dexter's apartments and searches and searches and finds a hidden collection of blood slides, which we all know what that is. So, yeah, that's the illegal search seizure. He's right, but you know, he's suspended, right? So at this point, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So I guess he finds Dexter's trophies. Now, when you saw that, I'm, I'm, I know you, it made you freak out, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> like, I, I can't possibly see them getting out of this one. We're done. Okay, uh, call it a day, people. Uh, <laughs> Dexter had a good run, two seasons. But no. Mind blown uh, at uh, what happens later. But Yes, at that point in time, I was, you know, yeah, it's done. And I'm not the only one that thought this. You know what I thought when I saw that? What's that? Fuck, they're going to kill Dukes. I was like, oh, man. I was hoping somehow, some way it was going to work where, nope. Right there, I was like, oh, his death certificate has been signed. So... But uh, yeah, I I figured it was gonna end up not in his favor. So. All right, and you you're gonna love the title of this next episode, um, episode twenty one overall, number nine of season two, 
The title of this episode is Resistance is Futile. And where did that where's what's that come from, that phrase? Um, Star Trek Next Generation. It originated. That's right. So I know you're a big Star Trek fan. Or Next Generation guy, right? Uh, I've seen every episode, every series, but I'm not a tracker or a Trekkie. I've never been to a convention, and I only own one T-shirt. Wait a minute, you got phasers, and and uh, you do the spot thing with the hands, live long and prosper. Oh, oh, we're we're know. oh, we're lying to our fans now. Okay, oh, I get it. I'm sorry, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> This episode. Okay, I've still been to a convention, and that counts big. Uh, okay. This episode. I'm nothing against people that did. No. Uh, oh no, because a lot of them might be listening to the show. So, <laughs> so uh, that episode uh, premiered on November 25th, uh, 2007. Um, in this episode, uh, I guess we could start off here um, about uh, Dexter's apology, and I know you wanted something to say something about that. Okay, first of all, I want you to explain to me what he apologized for. He apologized uh, for having his uh, little f- affair with Lila. He said Here's it was a mistake. He didn't sleep with her until after Rita broke up with him. He didn't have... Uh, he, he didn't do anything with her until after they broke up. Mm-hmm. What affair did he have? When they broke up... How the hell is it any of her business who he sleeps with? That's right. So, Rita, uh, get the stick out of your ass and realize that what you gave up, somebody wanted. And they jumped on it. If you didn't want that to happen, you shouldn't have let it go. Well, you know, at this point, Rita was okay. It was a nice character, you know, but at this point... She was becoming annoying. You know, just... I mean, the only reason why Dexter was in the situation he was in was because of her persistence. So she basically fed him... I mean, every everything that happened with him and Lila, it was totally because of of uh, Rita. Yeah. If Rita doesn't do what she does, he would have never ended up having the affair with him. So she can just think... She just might as well could have put the condom on his penis herself. Exactly. Dexter never cheated. Yep, he is not a cheater. That's right. But, you know, of course, women will, the women out there will probably say that we're full of shit. So, um, also, if you think we're full of shit, please call. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't use weapons. I, I, I can't, I can't be shot. I can't take it's like, oh, that's what you think, huh? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> no. So that that that's my thing. Um, uh-huh. In my opinion, Dexter did absolutely nothing wrong. He was a single guy. Uh, some might say, okay, it was a little quick, but it's not like he was married to the woman. He just dated her. Uh, you know. She's the one that brought him into her life uh, as as much as she did. And like I said, if she didn't want it to happen, she should have never called it off. 
It's like, oh, if you want to go be with that whore, be with her. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you expect? Kente, would you go off with a crazy British chick? Um, Not a crazy one. No, not at all. Just a, a sane, a mildly sane one, at least. Mildly sane. But at the time, you didn't know, you know, the extent. She didn't do it for me. She, you know, of all of his uh, love interests on the show, she, I mean, just physically, she didn't do it for me. Okay. Okay. I, well, you know, maybe we're we're gonna rank them later on you know on another show later down the line, and uh, I'm actually gonna spoil that one. She's gonna probably be the last on the list. Behind Rita? Uh, no, I'm talking about she'll be last, like as in not in the top spot, <laughs> the the worst of the bunch, of the small bunch. So. Okay. All right. So also too, uh, Dexter is not uh, able to dispose of his uh, latest vi- remains because of the constant surveillance that was going on. That was something that was going on as well. And uh, also uh, something very f- funny started to happen on the show that uh, Batista, Angel Batista, uh, decides, hey, Lila looks pretty hot. Uh, let me try to mess around with Lila. Now, obviously, he did this. Huh? Coming shortly after his first divorce. Right. So he's going to hop back on the horse with the crazy British chick who burned her own loft to try to get a man back. So, of course, he's a man. He's like, I can handle it, Dexter. You know, it's not an issue. I felt I felt so bad for Angel. I'm like, Angel, don't do it, buddy. I know you need to get back on that horse. Don't do it with her. Come on. We could we could do an episode on the um the romances of Batista. Yeah, there's the ex wife, there's La Guarta, and there's uh Lila kinda. Oh, and there was the the one that was the hooker chick, but it was, she was a cop. She was pretty hot. I remember that. Anyway, we're, we're sidetracked. Yeah, but that's just the yeah. We're getting sidetracked. Um, yeah. So uh, that that was also going on now. Um, now after finding uh, Dexter's collection of blood slides, Dokes um, seeks advice from a friend uh, in Haiti. To uh, analyze them. Now, this was kind of an odd point for me. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, they're like, well, we're going to flesh out Dokes a little bit and find out more about his past. Mm-hmm. But first of all, if you already know what's going to happen, him, what's the point? Right. You know Second he's going all, down, yeah. It, couldn't you have just as easily given him like some connect? Uh, I don't know in West Palm. <laughs> the fucker has to go all the way to Haiti. Well, at least it was pre-earthquake. <laughs> nope. There you go. <laughs> now uh, I don't. Rem- I'm trying to remember how this happened, but people started sub- 
suspecting Dokes uh, as possibly uh, being involved in the Bay Harbor Butcher case. Uh, and remember, they were trying to find him, to, to question him. Yeah, and he was nowhere to be found. Right. So, uh, um, so it start, you know, it's starting to come around to. Wait a minute, the Bay Harbor Butcher is Dokes, you know, like, <laughs> you know. I think um, it started because he, he um, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. This ring any emails. He was starting to fit a profile, you know, some kind of angry, uh, um. You know, background in law enforcement, really good at his job, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And when they wanted to talk to him, they're like, where is he? And, of course, if you're missing, that either means you're dead or you're guilty. Right, or you're with a prostitute. God give you that one. <laughs> so, you know, so it's like, wait a minute. When I first was like, Dokes, the Bay Harbor Butcher, like, that, that, that's just silly. But, you know. I was thinking, we have an exit. We can see it. Right. Dexter might be okay. <laughs> Dokes might not be. But, you know, fuck Dokes. Dexter, Dexter, Dexter. <laughs> no, because, you know, Dokes is an awesome character. Just don't like him. Love Dokes, by the way. Because he's right. Hashtag got mucho love for Dokes. <laughs> also, too, uh, in this episode, Deb and, and Lundy, uh, she has some geriatric sex with Lundy. And uh, then they... That's old man balls. <laughs> and uh, they start contemplating uh, telling people about their relationship, which has to break a lot of rules. Yeah, don't you think? But I guess they didn't work for each other because uh, they don't work for the same department, but, you know, or they're, you know, she's a cop and he's a FBI agent, but that's got to be against the rules, right? It's hard to say because, um, well, let's face it, I don't think they really had to worry about him being her, uh, um, commanding officer in this uh, project for very long. You know, after all, they have not captured anybody yet. <laughs> but as far as um, I think it would have gone public I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. I think it would go public after the case. So it wouldn't be uh, subordinate uh, to uh, whatever the opposite of that is. Mm-hmm. I think they were just working on the timing. After all, if they, if they did come out during the case, the, they would have been like, oh, you're playing favorites, huh? That's why I'm just getting all the good action. <laughs> it's like, nope, she's just getting old man balls. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode is uh, episode 22 overall, 10 of season two. There's something about Harry. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, what they did there uh, So corny But uh, so it's corny. cool It's cool though uh, That one premiered December 2nd, 2007 um, So uh, Basically this is the episode where 
Dexter is uh, is basically imprisoned Stokes in their cabin in the Everglades, and he was trying to figure out, okay, what should I do? Now, I think this is really important um, to the overall series at this point because only thing Dokes did wrong, he don't fit the code. He the only thing he did wrong was find out the truth, and Dexter had always promised that he wouldn't kill just to keep his secret, you know what I mean? So yeah. now he's contemplating potentially murdering uh, Dokes in cold blood, which would totally change who he is as a person, you know? It would, uh, you know, he wouldn't be the lovable serial killer no more. So, I mean, what do you think about about that? Well, I know they had some and, and I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. Some of the absolute best dialogue between two characters, uh, two people that are just playing the hell out of their parts, came in the cabin between Dexter and Dokes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the cabin scenes were amazing. And that's what's so sad about uh, Eric not being on the show, or the guy who plays Dokes, um, because he, he's such a really good actor, you know. And the, just and that was what made those scenes hard because uh, you're seeing the scenes play out, and you know how it's going to eventually end, or you suspect it, and you're just like, you know, I mean, yeah, he really brought it in those scenes, you know. Oh yeah, it, it just. You know, at first, Dokes was like, you know, I always do twisted, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it almost seemed like as they were talking, as, you know, Dokes could see the expression on, you know, Dexter's face, you know, as they're talking about, um, you know, there's only one option, kill me or let me, or two options, kill me or let me go. Um, he, he sees that he doesn't want to. So he he starts that path. He's like, look, I'm, I help you. I'm on your side. And I, it was almost like Dose was very close to just talking himself free. Right. And the, the thing that he had on his side was he wasn't a cold blooded murderer. That he was a basically a good man. And I think Dexter, I think Dexter. Respected Dokes. Oh, very much so. Uh, I mean, after all, Dokes, his job, and he did it well, was to catch the bad guys. Right. Dexter's job, and he does it well, is to catch the bad guys that get away. Yep. He understands the frustration of, you know, that Dokes is going through. He's like, I got this guy, but he's got me. Uh-huh. Dexter doesn't like the fact that his only way out is seeing me. Well, I gotta break the code. But to do that to a good cop, even though you know he's an asshole, would be wrong. And the conflict in in these latter episodes is just intense and amazing. 
you know, during this, um, during this imprisonment, um, Dokes reveals some information to Dexter uh, about um, Harry. Um, do, do you remember what that was about? Uh, let's see. Harry was, in fact, um, <laughs> you know, um, he was, um, take it away, Kente. <laughs> I, I just don't want to say it and be wrong, you know. Say I, it. I, uh, go ahead and say it. Is this where he finds out uh, about his dad or his mom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's when he finds out about it, which, you know, it really kind of goes to, you know, Harry's motives, you know? Because, you know, we are led to believe that he he adopted Dexter to right a wrong of this poor child that was, you know... Um, that was uh, seen this horrific thing and all that, but now it's, you know, possibly that Harry was just getting some trim that he wasn't supposed to get, and you know, it was maybe out of a little guilt. I mean, you know, you don't know, you know. You might have been responsible for the whole thing. Because right. after all, if if um, Laura wasn't a um, informant. Uh-huh. She wouldn't have been killed, right? Which means there wouldn't have been Dexter. Well, I mean, uh, and so I mean, uh, but also too, remember that you know the 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 thing that really sent him over the edge that Dexter that Dokes found out was that potentially that that uh, his father might have killed himself. Remember? Yeah, Dexter finds out a lot of a lot of stressing information about his family. Uh, his biological aunt is adopted. And remember, he makes it ble- makes it like he, it was such a he he leads him to believe that it was so hard for him to deal with his craziness that he might have taken himself out because of the fact that. Uh, it was, you know, it was so tough, which is yeah. really a, a, a jacked up thing to uh, for Dexter. Yeah, that's like, do you really want to know what happened to your father? What happened to Harry? Uh oh. <laughs> let's let's just take Dexter's world and flip it upside down. But it was already flipped upside down, so it's right side up. Now it's flipped up, upside down again. My goodness. No wonder Dexter kills people. <laughs> and if if only this were the biggest uh, event. But no. It gets bigger. Uh, okay, so the, the FBI is still trying to, is trying to find the location of Dokes. Also, now this would later come into lead to her demise. Laguerta, who doesn't believe it at all, 
that he's the uh, Bay Harbor Butcher tries to prove her his innocence, which, you know, knowing what happened eventually, you know, uh, it was that quest which begins in second season that ends in, uh, you know, the last season. Kente, Kente. Uh-huh. Ixne on the La Guerta, a Brazilians, remember? Uh-huh. Um, if anyone listening from Brazil, I apologize. But, uh, she tries to prove his innocence, and uh, um, also we have that uh, that uh, you know um, uh, Deborah find, basically realizes that Lundy is going to leave Miami after the investigation's over. So this is where Deb confronts him. Uh, Lundians like okay you know are you just fucking me or you know are we going are we going forward or what you know like what's what's up you know and he's like I don't know you know <laughs> maybe yeah I thought you were just you know and I mean I really you know and you know we could a lot of that mm-hmm. where they're trying to really establish. What kind of relationship they have? Are, are they, is it a relationship? Are, are they banging each other? What's up? Mm-hmm. And I think in the end, they're just like, well, I guess we just got to see what happens. Yeah, that's a good way to uh, not tell that you really just want to get up out of there when, you know, the job is <laughs> uh-huh. Now, um, also, too, in this episode, Rita and Dexter finally reconcile, and, you know, oh. yeah, and they go to the beach and all of that, and it's like, oh, you, you know, you're like, uh, you know, because you never thought they were going to be completely on the outs, but uh, that was, you know, pretty cool. Now, here's the, the part of the, the this season that was a little twisted, well, shit, everything on Dexter's twisted, but... Uh, but with Lila, especially with Lila, Lila begins this plot to frame Angel Batista for raping her, <laughs> which, to, unfortunately, to any woman that's been, you know, uh, raped, you know, they probably wanted to kick her ass, you know, for uh, doing that. And to all the fans of Angel uh, Batista, everybody you know loves Batista. That's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> especially with all the crap that he's been through. Right. So he it's like his wife, and now this. Ugh. And think about this department now. You got one detective who's a Bay Harbor butcher. You got another detective who's like a rapist. You know, according to you know, it's like oh jeez. What a what a uh, what a crazy department that is. <laughs> Surprised Lundy's like, what kind of department are you running here? <laughs> Should take all you motherfuckers in. All of a sudden he turns into dukes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So uh, you get, uh, get sexually treated. <laughs> so, that would be great. He comes in and he's like, what the fuck's going on here? And, and everyone's like, oh, he's sleeping with Deb. <laughs> All right, so uh episode 23 overall n- number 11 uh in the second season 
is entitled Left Turn Ahead. This one uh, premiered on uh, December 9th, 2007. All right. This episode is the second from the last of the season. And, you know, Dexter in this episode is, like, really thinking about whether or not he should just cop to being the Bay Harbor Butcher. Yeah. His heart's with dopes. You know, his his inability to kill him. I mean, it's still his mind, but, you know... He's just wondering, you know, would it be better just I just gave it up and let this guy, you know, uh, um, continue being awesome at his job? It's a very confusing time for him, especially since you know he just got back into a relationship. You know that maybe that's why he wanted to turn himself in. (laughs) Oh yeah, so you wouldn't have to be with Rita anymore. It's like, oh my God, I feel so strangled. And I use knives. <laughs> so he, while he's thinking about about whether or not should he turn himself in, Dokes is actually a, manages, uh, uh, well, tries to uh, escape. But this is so fucked up. He he essentially escapes, but then he runs into two drug smugglers. It's like, oh, you know, it's like that commercial guy want to get away. You know, it's like, oh man. So once again, he's back in. You know, uh, motherfucker can't get a break. (laughs) It's like, oh jeez. So, so that's what happens there with uh, with Dokes. Um, Also, too, in this this episode, the FBI uh, higher ups is displeased with the lack of progress in the Bay Harbor Butcher case. And they decide that they want to assign it to a deputy director to take over Lundy's role in the investigation. So, uh, you know, so, you know, obviously Lundy's quite upset about that. So, um, what'd you think about that? I mean, you had to feel like it was going to eventually happen. I mean, you know, they weren't able to, to solve the case yet. I mean, they think they found who it is, but... Remember at the very beginning of the season, uh, when Lundy was first brought in, mm-hmm. his reputation preceded him. He was the guy. The closer, yeah. And then all throughout the season, you know, like, he's working with the Bay Harbor Butcher. <laughs> you see him every day. Maybe his reputation was a little inflated. <laughs> He's like, I can't find the guy. Wait, the guy works with me? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not a good look. If any uh, FBI agents are out there, it's not going to look good if you're actually working with the guy that you're chasing. Again. Oh, and fucking his sister. Oh, there you go. It would have been. I, I want to see this daydream sequence. Uh, Lundy like getting all pissed, and like, fine, fine. You you, you want an arrest? Uh, you you're under arrest for being the Bay Harbor butcher. And Dexter's like, what me? He's like, yes, you. And just totally picks him at random and nails him. <laughs> He's like, damn, you don't know how right you are. 
that that would be the, that would be the daydream sequence. That's how Dexter imagines getting caught. <laughs> yep, it's me. Here's the evidence. And Lundy's like, knew it. Slammed up. I'm gonna go bang your sister now. Bye. Peace. And I'm out. <laughs> he 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 like grabs his badge or grabs his gun, holds it out in front of him, and drops like a microphone. Yeah, that's how it's done in the FBI. <laughs> anyway, right, yeah, so... they, they wait because well, quite frank, at this point, um, if you're a serial killer hunter, they expect you to catch a serial killer. Yeah, and they want you to be pretty accurate with, uh, you know, they want you kind of accurate. They want you like uh, very yeah, accurate. All Lundy had was. Um, well, we kind of think it's this guy. And who's this? Well, he works here. We'll go arrest him. Well, he's kind of missing. You know what? Uh, I want to fire him now. Yeah, you you would see what I mean. Yeah, he deserved to be replaced. Fuck. Their him. main suspect is somebody that was in the building. He is somebody he saw every day. Drinking so, coffee with him. Technically, we saw the Dexter scenario play out with Dokes because that's who you know he he kind of thinks it is. Right. I mean, he's got to feel like an ass. Well, our number one suspect is the lead detective here. <laughs> well, I feel kind of crappy now. Yeah, I'm gonna go hang myself. Peace. All right, so also in this episode, uh, Lila's uh, evil plot to frame uh, Batista starts taking shape, and uh, Angel is uh, arrested. And uh, in a fucked up turn, uh, she actually says that, I'll drop the charges, Dexter, if you get back with me. Wow. That's fucked up. For a guy that has no feelings, you know, for anybody, except, you know, he's he's kind of grown fond of Rita. But for, for a guy that's not actively pursuing women, they are just throwing themselves at him. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. But I guess, you know, it's because uh, I'm not a woman. I can't say anything really because I'm married and uh, I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about tactics to get women. Well, she, I don't think she's listening right now, is she? I don't know. Well, you know, the way you around it is I read it somewhere. Dot, 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 dot. How about this? All you single guys. The the best way to make them fall for you is to act like you really don't give a damn. Yeah. Yet? Yeah, don't you. give a damn. There you go. Is, is that how you hit your wife? Well, that's, that's that's quite a story there. Uh, or did you use uh, roofies like everyone else does these days? Uh, a carnation of uh, that and uh, alcohol. <laughs> Oh man, people learn so much from listening to the show, I swear. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Total disclaimer, do not use any kind of drug to get a woman. Right. Just to maintain her but not to get her. Do not uh <laughs> do not drug a woman for sexual purposes. Rape is not good. Oh no, rape is horrible. Rape is horrible. So just so that's clear. We do not condone rape. That's pretty bad okay. if you got that's pretty bad if you ever have to make that disclaimer during the show. Well, you know how people are. You know, we're like uh Officially, uh, we like to say here at Harry's Code that uh, we do not condone rape in any kind of way because it's just awful. But apparently we condone being a serial killer. So Batista's arrested. Batista's arrested. Batista's arrested. Uh, So Deb decides that she's going to try to help out Batista and she starts looking into Lila and finds out She's an illegal immigrant. I'm from Mexico, I am. <laughs> yeah, she probably guess, apparently started out as a gardener and became a, a pyromaniac. So, oh, well, the gardener uh, thing doesn't really come until later. <laughs> so, so uh, being the creep that she is, she decides that, uh, talking about Lila... She decides to check out uh, Dexter's GPS in his car and finds out he's been going to a cabin. Hmm. So Lila decides, I'm going to find out where this, what he's been up to. She goes to the cabin, and when she gets to the cabin, dun-dun-dun-dun, Dokes is there, and he's being held. And that leads us into the season two finale. Episode... Yeah, you- uh-huh. Episode 24 uh of the overall in episode 12 Sorry. for the Sorry. uh season 2 it's called The British Invasion. And it Okay, it, I can say it now. Uh-huh. Okay. Dokes is all like help me motherfucker. <laughs> help me motherfucker. <laughs> all right, so uh Lila finds Dokes in prison in a cabin and realizes that Dexter is the Bray, Bay Harbor Butcher. So, you know, of course, she's, like, appalled, right? No. No. She ignores Dexter's pleas for help. Dokes. I mean, Dokes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Dokes pleas for help. He's like, you know, let me out, let me out, you know. And then she actually sets the fucking cabin on fire. He's all, like, in her own world, like, I get it now. I know what I have to do. Oh, God. So she basically what kills. She, British bitch. She kills for him. You know what? Maybe she, he should have been more nice to her because, you know, she did help him out. She made the decision that he couldn't obviously do. Well, think of it this way. If he had been nicer to her... What would she have done? I mean, she killed a guy because of a dick. Right. What would she have done if he were nice? Uh, she would have killed everybody. Oh, man, Rita. Oh, yeah. All that. Okay, so um, this is sad, but De- Dokes dies. And then they, you know, they very- didn't even get an awesome ass. 
Uh, yeah, it's an explosion. They find, they you know, the, the uh, police get there and they find that Dokes is dead. And I think, wasn't he like in, in pieces or something or something like that? And, uh, yeah, he was in pieces. Um, but if if I remember, he'd actually just gotten out. Uh-huh. And, you know, then it went boom. If you remember from last week, we teased. Boom. This is the boom. Hey, here comes the boom. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was able to get out, and nope. It didn't It didn't happen for him. Um, so, okay, they, they basically, uh, they, they find evidence there that implicates him as the Bay Harbor Butcher killer, and they, they case, they close the case. And it, and it happens very early in the episode, so that pretty much is all over. So, um, and then you know Deb, Deborah, and Lundy they try to figure out where they're going to go from there, and you know essentially they decide to go their separate ways because she, he's ninety. I mean because uh, he has to leave leave Miami and follow, find yeah. the next case, and he basically said Yakuchi was good but not that good, and then he, he gets in the win. So um It's like I'm I'm old, but not even you're good enough to make old man retire in Florida. <laughs> Ouch burn. So um basically uh you know uh Dexter, you know, they you know, he he reconciled with uh Rita, everything seems to be okay. And then Rita then uh Lila Threatens Rita's children, and uh, Dexter pretty much realizes I gotta kill Re- I gotta kill Lila because okay this bitch is in, went off the deep end, and uh, um, there's a point where he, she kidnaps the children, and uh, not Rita though right just the kids, and uh, and sets ties them up and sets them on fire and. Dexter has to save their lives and barely, barely is able to um, to save them. Which you know that was a very you know a hair raising scene because you know it looked like for a minute that it wasn't you know it wasn't going to happen for Dexter, but he was able to pull it out. So uh, basically, what happens is um, Lila leaves the country. And uh, she goes to Paris. So you knew. I mean, actually, it was pretty interesting. Okay, let me say this before we get to what happens there in in Paris. You know what I was hoping for with Dokes? What's that? And it's probably good they didn't do it. But this is what I was hoping because, you know, I like Dokes. I like me some Dokes, right? I was hoping that because they believed he was the Bay Harbor Butcher... Maybe he would escape and just be on the run, and he would be kind of be out there as a red herring, you know, and you know maybe for the next season or something like that. I was kind of hoping that happened. Obviously, when he died, that put the end of that, right? So I kind of thought when you know Lila basically escapes Dexter trying to kill him, that she was going to end up. I'm sorry, that with the fire and then escaping to leave the country, 
I was thinking, well, maybe they'll do that with her. You know, she'll be just kind of out there. And maybe uh, Dexter would, uh, you know, she might, you know, Dexter might be searching for her to try to find where she might be. And, you know what I'm saying? Like a little little holdover from season two. But in, yeah. But they've established that on the show that season one is season one. So all the things that are in season one pretty much gets wrapped up in season one for the most part. And they they basically do the same thing with season two, which, you, you know, you got to give them credit for it, is she's in Paris. She looked different. She was all made up. She comes home to this apartment, and surprise, motherfucker, <laughs> Dexter's there waiting for her, and basically does her in. So was there any sympathy you had for Lila at all, being that she's a Oh, girl? God, no. <laughs> Talk about one of the least sympathetic characters on the show ever. But she loved him. I loved it. I did. (laughs) I think the only thing I'm going to miss about her is the fact that after we finish this episode, I won't be using this voice. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I love the the story arc her, right? Because it, it took you know Dexter to uh, different places. Right. He had somebody to confide in, but never completely take his mask off. You know, figuratively speaking. Right. Uh, he he had something he could talk about his addiction to. Right. So and it, it, you know, yeah. And you know, at some point, remember, she realizes he ain't never done no drugs before. Remember? She was like, you ain't no drug addict. That right. was one one thing we didn't mention, that she kind of saw through that. Like, I've been around drug addicts. Motherfucker, you ain't one. So what, what are you addicted to? Uh-huh. Kill, he should have said, killing British chicks. Yeah. <laughs> so... So overall, I mean, what did you think about season two? Uh, um, I'm, I'm, we love all the seasons, but um, we're not going to ask you how it rank. I think we should, after we do season six, we should try to rank them. But, uh, I mean, what did you think overall about this season as compared to the other seasons? Well, first of all, I have to say you opened my eyes on something that I never realized before, and mm-hmm. that's why we do this show. This new perspective on Dexter. Mm-hmm. He killed her, and the only thing I can think of as you talked about it was, man, this is one for the USA. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was like a hidden message in there about you come in this country illegally, we'll send our serial killers after you. You know what would have been good too, though, is if Lila was played by an American actress, because so many American characters are played by Brits. It's like, come on. We should start doing that too, right? You know? A, a crappy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. I believe you, I got a jump start on that tonight. Yeah, yeah, right. You're going to get the uh, the uh, Queen of England, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, story. You'll be able to at least voice act it. Uh, just don't pay attention to that tabloids tomorrow. <laughs> because you're going to see the headline, you know. Um, Queen Elizabeth upset over Dexter podcast imitation. 
I don't find that funny. <laughs> yes, yeah, he sounded he sounded nothing like me. <laughs> uh so um that puts a wrap on season two. Um in the next episode uh, we will be unpacking the first half of season three, which is very good. Uh one one thing I just gotta say is uh about season three, uh, we won't get into it, but uh my homie Jimmy Smith is in that season, so uh uh I'm looking forward to talking about him and the great job he did in that in that season. But uh Can, mm-hmm. can I give it a little tag? Sure. Dexter season three. Subtitled Dexter finds a friend. Uh-huh. Not a friend. What does that mean? No. Not a friend to sleep with, you know, because he did that in season two with Lila. Another kind yeah. of friend. Right. A homie. So, uh, all right, looking forward to that. Now we have Wait, some. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. But we'll talk about that more next week. All right. Now, this is something we probably should have maybe done in the beginning of the show is inform people that. We are changing the day that we in which we do this podcast to Friday. So next Monday we will not be doing Harry's Code. It will be next Friday. And that date that date is the fifteenth. Uh, so we won't be on the eleventh. We're gonna be doing it for Friday for a while. Uh the reason why is um I also do a podcast for The Walking Dead and uh, being that that show is on Sundays, we're, we wanted a closer date to that. And then when Dexter comes back around, we won't be doing that Walking Dead podcast. So we will, you know, be able to shift back to Monday. So uh, if you come on and you don't hear from us, it's just be, we we ain't gone off the air. We just on another date. So be sure to follow us. Friday. And I just remember what the name of that guy played, uh, Nick Gomez, was going to be on Dexter. He played the character Tomas, if anybody remembers. Uh, so it bothered me the whole show. It just hit me, too, what, what his character's name was. It was Tomas. So, uh, so uh, there you go. If you guys were wondering, what's the name of the character? Now you know. All right. So, uh, We'll see you next week. Not Monday, but Friday. Friday. And I guess that's a wrap? That's a wrap. Not this Friday. Not this Friday, the 8th, but the 15th, next Friday. All right. That's a wrap. See you next week.